Listen, there's a great work to be done. As soon as you win this court battle, you must deliver this message. Take advantage of this opportunity and declare a powerful message to this world. He expects more of us. He believes we can do more. Who's going to stop Christ? Who's going to stop Christ from getting this work done? This is Behind the Work. Welcome to Behind the Work. I'm Grant Turgeon. Conviction, sincerity, zeal. These are all attributes of Satan. And terrorists and some of the most evil people in world history and some good people too, of course, you might be surprised to realize how many evil people have these seemingly good character traits. Obviously, conviction, sincerity, and zeal are not enough. What makes those character traits insufficient is a wrong focus, a wrong purpose, going in the wrong direction. Who cares if we are passionate if we're passionate about something evil or perverted or worthless, we have to have an overarching grand righteous purpose in this life. This life that only lasts so long. There's only so much time and we have to make the most of it. Tomorrow, December 7th, is the 32-year anniversary of the Philadelphia Church of God. December 7th, 1989, this church began. The church is older than I am. I've been in the church my whole life. Plenty of people have been here from the beginning or in the many years since they have come along. The church is older than most of us being here. And of course, plenty of people came in after being a part of our predecessor, the worldwide church of God. Now within this church, Within God's work is the overarching purpose that we need. There is no greater purpose than doing God's work. The Bible calls it the continual, the constant. It is a daily effort. Daniel chapter 12, verse 11 talks about the daily sacrifice 
but that should actually be translated continual. It is daily and it is a sacrifice, but the better word is continual. It is a continual effort. It must continue every single day. God's work takes effort every day. It is a continual work. Never does a day go by where the work is stopped. It has been going constantly these 32 years. It has been going constantly in the nearly 60 years before that under Mr. Armstrong, the late Worldwide Church of God founder, Herbert W. Armstrong. And you know what? This work has actually been going constantly, continually for 2,000 years through seven church eras. But even beyond that, to the Old Testament prophets, to the few who followed God and had God's Holy Spirit at that time, some kings as well, and even beyond that, to the Garden of Eden and the first man and woman where God's plan started. God has been working with human beings in some form or fashion ever since for the last 6,000 or so years. Every single day, God's plan gets closer to fulfillment. It's quite a massive picture to take in. It is continual. Here in an article titled The Continual from the 1998 Philadelphia News, November, December, Mr. Gerald Flurry, PCG Pastor General Gerald Flurry wrote, We know that God's people preached the gospel around the world in the first century and again in the last century. So back, back in the first century A.D., and in the 20th century, and to this day, Mr. Flurry continues, in between that time, the record was not so good, but still God's people did a daily, a continual work. This work continues on and on. And shouldn't it be that way? We have to be doing something that is continual. Or Jesus Christ really isn't the head of this church. It doesn't make any difference if a man lives or dies. Christ is the head. The work is continual. This is a pretty inspiring subject. Just to think about how God's work is always moving. It's almost like the work is alive, just like you and me. It's alive, it's moving, it's breathing, 
There is a heartbeat. And of course, God's work can move forward or it can move back. But the truth is, the work doesn't just stay still. It is continual. Now here in this article, The Continual by Mr. Flurry, he makes some pretty strong points. He points to Mr. Armstrong's example. He writes here on in this article, just think we are part of something that started with Jesus Christ himself. Now that is important. He quotes Mr. Armstrong from December 23rd, 1985, just 24 days before his death. And then he says, Mr. Armstrong was almost dead. If you look at this man like that and say, this is what we're relying on to get the job done, then you will be shaken because he was feeble at that point. We are feeble human beings at best. Life is short, but we're not looking to something that is temporary at all. We're looking for something that is eternal, something that continues forever. That is what the daily sacrifice is about. It is a figurative fire that never flames out. That is God's work. It lasts beyond this physical life. It transcends human mortality. It defies gravity. One day this work will exist beyond this planet. It's been going on for 6,000 years or so and counting. And soon, even when we are no longer confined by time, that work will still exist. It will still be moving and living. It is continual, truly without any stopping point. Here in this article, the continual, Mr. Flurry writes, a lot of our being purified, frankly, is just hanging on to what Mr. Armstrong taught. He's referring to Daniel 12, verse 10, which says, Many shall be purified and made white and tried. So trials from God to purify us. And that involves hanging on to what Mr. Armstrong taught. For 32 years, the PCG has clung to what Mr. Armstrong taught. God used that man. Mr. Flurry continues, we have the truth God established through Mr. Armstrong 
And perhaps the greatest trial we had was when he died. But some little group continued the daily, viewing it spiritually. How many have continued? <laughs> that is a hard question. How many have continued? In these 32 years, in the five plus decades before that, many more former members exist than current members. The numbers are staggering of those who have been here but are no longer here. Still alive, still with some sort of a purpose in their lives, but not this purpose, not being here where God dwells. What happened? Why did the continual stop in their lives? This work is continual, and that is true on an individual level too. We have to keep doing it individually. We have to keep having the, the correct priorities individually in supporting God's work. Or else we won't be supporting it anymore. Malachi 3, verse 16 says, Then they that feared the eternal spoke often one to another, and the eternal hearkened and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the eternal and that thought upon his name. That's Malachi 3, verse 16. It's talking about fearing God. Now, fearing God means doing what God commands. This work is not just a job for those of us employed. It is not just something that we think about for a few minutes a day or contribute to in various ways. It is a way of life. A PCG minister recently told me the story of attending Ambassador College, which Mr. Armstrong founded in California. He was new to the church and he wanted to go to the college to learn more about the Bible. Quite a worthy goal. The Bible is the most owned yet least understood book in the entire world. So getting to know the Bible is a worthy goal. But when he got to the college, he found out he was going to be doing a lot more than just sitting in on Bible classes. <laughs> there was a lot more to it than that. Here at Herbert W. Armstrong College today, there's a lot more to it than Bible study. As great as Bible study is, it is a way of life. This minister told me he had to face some fears. He discovered 
<laughs> some aspects of the college that really surprised him. There was the dating life. There was the physical fitness program. There was public speaking. Oh, how afraid most of us are of public speaking. The thought of it gives us chills and nightmares. And yet, God's way of life is all about godly communication. Being taught and then turning around and teaching what we were taught. Have to know how to speak to do that. So this minister went to Ambassador College when he was young and was surprised by all these extra programs at the college. It was so much more than just sitting in Bible classes all day. He learned that it was a way of life. God's work is a way of life. It's more than just learning about and teaching about what the Bible says. More than just helping to deliver God's message. It's something that is continual. It is constant in every aspect of our lives. It's something we think about all the time. It's something that we get excited about. Our desires revolve around God's work moving forward. Because again, it has everything to do with the eternal future beyond this earth. It has everything to do with your incredible human potential. Isn't that worth getting excited about? Isn't that worth conviction, sincerity, and zeal? It is continual. God's work is continual. Mr. Flurry writes here about Malachi 3, verse 16. This verse about fearing God and the book of remembrance. They remembered something, so God put their names in a book. They remembered what they were taught, or they continued something that had already been started. Other people reasoned around that part of it, around part of it, and acted like they remembered, but they didn't remember much. How do we remember what we have been taught? Well, we live it. It becomes more than a list on a piece of paper or a bunch of words on a page to try to memorize. It's put into real life action. It is made the continual in our lives. So fearing God, remembering him, that involves doing what God says, living the way God says to live, keeping the laws that God wrote down for our benefit, especially the Ten Commandments. Those laws would solve every problem in the entire world if people would just obey them.
Here's what it says in Malachi 3, verse 17. And they shall be mine, says the eternal of hosts, in that day when I make up my jewels. And I will spare them as a man spares his own son that serves him. Mr. Flurry writes in this article, The Continual, I don't like the word jewels at all in verse 17, and I don't think God does either. It really means God's special possession. He then proceeds to talk about his son. He says, I will spare you as a father or a man spares his own son. I will spare you because your name is written in a book of remembrance. You remembered, you continued doing something that you were taught, and I will spare you just as any father would spare his son from such a terrible holocaust that is coming upon this world. So that's part of it too. Staying loyal to God, doing the continual making the work a constant part of our lives, making sure that God's work is moving forward based on our works, our hard effort. Well, that's really important. And there is an aspect here of physical protection from the punishment that is coming. That's what happens for those who go beyond just listening to God's message and actually start to live it. Make it a constant in their lives. For those who do that, there's even a physical reward, protection from the unparalleled nightmare that is coming. It will make the Holocaust look like child's play. Malachi 4 verses 5 and 6 say, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Here is a passage talking about one, one job, just one of the jobs Mr. Armstrong did in this end time. He strengthened families in God's church. That's part of God's work. Strengthening families. Turning hearts to each other. Fathers to children. Children to fathers. That's a way of life. That is living what God teaches, remembering what God teaches and actually doing it. Mr. Flurry writes, there's only one man on this earth in this end time who taught that marriage was a God plane relationship. We marry because this church marries Christ. Otherwise there wouldn't be marriage. 
And there are families with children because there is a family of God and it is a God playing relationship as well. You see, supporting God's work, doing God's work, doing the continual collectively and individually. Well, there's a lot to it. And if we get to the level where we're actually living it, we can receive that physical protection. Our families will be blessed for it. Every part of our lives will improve if we do the continual. Every single day, God's work has existed really for thousands of years. When you think about the grand scope of God's plan, we're part of something that God and Jesus Christ themselves established. What an honor. There is real value in daily consistency. Remember, it's not about conviction, sincerity, and zeal in the wrong direction. We have to have the right purpose. And that right purpose is right in front of us. It's right here. It's God's work. It's definitely good to be convicted, sincere, and zealous about that. My father has always set an example of consistency. He tends to his garden. He plays the accordion. And every day he just makes progress in those areas. And he's got the right priorities and does not compromise with them. And I just remember when I was growing up, how impactful that example really was. It's not about talking about God's message for a few minutes a day or thinking about it for a few minutes a day. God's work is continual. It's a way of life. It changes everything about us if we really give ourselves to it. It affects our daily habits, the way we live. Now, I'm not saying we all have to raise our own gardens and play the extremely complicated accordion, but that was a good example for me growing up. Consistency. Not getting too high or too low. Not having the most epic day of productivity ever followed by a day in the doldrums, but just doing the continual, making progress, living God's way, doing his work, letting that change us. It has been 32 years of a living dynamic work of God within the Philadelphia church of God. Here's to many successful living, continual years to come. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm Grant Turgeon. This has been Behind the Work. You've been listening to Behind the Work. 
Email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for a new episode each Monday at 12 p.m. Central Time 